Hey, Ambitious Mama, welcome to Becoming with Lauren Ricks. I'm so excited and so honored you are here. This podcast is for you if you are an on-the-go mompreneur looking for a different way of doing life and business, a more God-centered way that feels aligned with how you want to show up in this season of life you are in right now. Because I see you, Mama, hustling around the clock, burnt out, and missing out out on all the moments that you thought you would see because you can't let go of the hustle. There is a different way. And in this podcast, we will cover conversations about God and your faith, being an entrepreneur, all things mother, and out of the box thinking. I cannot wait to take you on this journey with me. To be coming and be coming with a Bible twist. <laughs> I still haven't come up with a name for this series, but um, we are back in Ecclesiastes and we are talking about, Ecclesi- we're in Ecclesiastes 3. And I also wanted to say before we jump into this, I noticed when I was re- listening back on my other podcast from the series that it sounds, I sound different. I sound like I'm quiet, so um, I am quiet. I've been doing these little mini podcasts in the morning, recording them in the morning, so my kids are sleeping, the house is quiet, so I don't have my like my like burst of energy I normally have when I'm podcasting. I'm not like super loud, so it's very like a very peaceful vibe, and you get that and you can hear that with my voice when I'm like listening to it right so if you're wondering why like why does she sound so different why is she so quiet it's because I'm recording these in the morning while my kids are sleeping so that's when I do my bible study time that's when I do my god time that's when I do my prayers and my journaling and my like prepping myself for the day is in the morning when my kids before my kids wake up for school so that is why I sound a little different So today we're in Ecclesiastes 3, and this one, I feel like was, there's just a, there's a lot of different random topics in this chapter. Um, He first starts out by saying there's a time for everything, and that everything has its perfect timing. Everything has um, a time in our life, right? There's time for being born and being planted and being killed but then there's also time for harvest and heal and building up like there's just a time for everything and he really talks about like God's perfect timing and how we can we can be like kind of how I got it was like there's a time for everything we're always in a time right and while we're going through the time God has still given us work to be done during that time. And while we're going through that process, our pastor this weekend gave a really awesome sermon about like sticking with the plan, but also being in a process, you know, and I feel like a lot of our life is being in this process of like working towards the promises that God has given to us, right? So this same thing is like, it's a time, there's a time for everything and 
everything comes through the process, but trusting God's timing, which can be really hard when you're in the unknown and you're in the waiting and you're in the process, right? And you feel like you don't even know if you're on the right path sometimes, right? So, um, Solomon's point in this section is that God has a plan for all people. He has a plan for you and he has a plan for me. And he provi- he provides cycles of light, life in each cycle. And in each cycle, there is work for us to do. Although we might f- face problems that seem to go against God's plan, these shouldn't be barriers for us to stop believing in God's plan. And I think that sometimes happens, right? Like, I mean, I can think of so many different situations and I saw this a lot in like when I was building my network marketing business where people would come in and they're like so excited and they're like I felt like this was placed in my life at the perfect timing and then they start and then they face a problem or they face a rejection or they face somebody giving them not so nice feedback or they face hardship or it becomes harder than they thought it was going to be and they quit right and this how how often does this happen in our life where it's like we feel this pull for something right we feel like god has put this in our lives and then we start doing it and then like some type of problem arises or it becomes really hard or our results don't come as fast as we think they should so we think like oh this must not be part of my plan i'm just gonna stop doing it right i'm so guilty of this and and knowing that like just because the problems arise doesn't mean that we should stop believing in God's plan, but rather be open to the opportunities to discover that without God, life's problems have no lasting solutions. So like that's perfect timing to like go to God and like help have him help you through that problem, right? Um, He talks about how important timing is and that all the experiences listed through this chapter are appropriate during for certain times right like there's certain times for every single type of feeling and action that we have right um and then he he said in here and this is like my bottom my bottom part of my bible where he like describes it a little bit more he said um the secret to peace with god is to discover accept and appreciate god's perfect timing and the danger is to doubt or resent God's timing. This can lead to despair, rebellion, or moving ahead without his advice, which I can feel this so much. How often do we get, and this is totally me, do we get impatient and we take things into our own control, into our own hands, and we try and rush it? Like the results aren't happening fast enough, so I'm going to take it into my own hands and I'm going to force it and I'm going to rush it. And then it doesn't happen or it doesn't, we don't get the result that we, we thought we were going to be getting that was maybe put in our heart. I can feel this so much because I do this so often and I'm not proud of it. It's something I'm really working on is like trusting, trusting that like what I'm doing is enough and I don't have to go in there after I, after I do the actions or do the tasks that I feel called to do, I don't need to go in there more and try and force things. And this is like, I feel like this is a, this is an overdoing 
this is like, and I've done a podcast on this where I talked about like overdoing overdoes it, right? And where we have this mentality of like doing more, doing more, doing more, doing more. But if we're constantly doing more and we're constantly forcing and going above God, we're not letting him come in and work his magic and create the miracles, right? So knowing that like we need to trust his timing, but we also need to try not move ahead without his advice. And something I've been doing is like when I'm trying to make a decision, um, I will like, okay, God, give me a sign that this is like what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I wait for it. Oh, dang it. One of my kids are up. (laughs) And then I wait for it and I look for the sign in my external reality, right? So that is also it. He talks about, um, it's our ability to find satisfaction in our work. And it depends, it depends largely on our attitude and how, we can find satisfaction in anything that we do. I truly I truly got that from him and that or I, that's what I got out of that. Not just your work, but in anything you do and you can become dissatisfied if you lose the sense of purpose God intended for your work. So, we can enjoy our work if we remember that God has given us work to do. God has put you exactly where you're at for a reason. And even if you're not enjoying your work, you know, maybe you're there to pour into the people you work with. Maybe you're there to, um, you know, love on people or, you know, a lot, so much of our work, I feel like in purpose that God has given us is to love on people and to empower people and lift people up. So maybe that's what your purpose is at your work and you can find that and start to be satisfied in your work, um, and then see your work as a way to serve God. Um, so that was really, really interesting too, because I feel like so much of us, so so many of us can get stuck in the like mundane tasks of our work, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, or you're a work-from-home mom, or you're a work-out-of-home mom, like we can get caught up in the mundane task, and we can forget to really like find joy or satisfaction I don't want to say joy find satisfaction in the work we're doing um let's see what else did I want to talk about um let's see the last thing I wanted to talk about this was Ecclesiastes 312 and it says so I conclude there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can And people should eat, drink, and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for these are gifts from God. So really appreciating, you know, and like enjoying the life you have right now instead of trying to like constantly get to the next thing. I am literally (laughs) preaching to myself right now. I love when this happens. Okay. So I feel like I've talked about this on this, this series already of like, enjoying the fruits of your labor instead of constantly like what's next what's next what's next right and then um ecclesiastes 3 22 i have highlighted and it says so i saw that there is nothing better for people than to be happy in their work that is our lot in life and no one can bring us back to see what happens after we die so our time is right now he does talk in here too about how humans and animals are um, no different. We both 
you know, live and breathe and we both die and we both come from dust and we both go back to dust, um, which was like a weird thing to throw in there. And he also talked about hate and how we should um, not hate evil people, but we should hate what they do. And then he also did talk about like um, how the, um, what did he say in here? Something about like the legal system is unjust and that there's evil and in in corruption in the evil in the legal system and that um that god is the one who will be the one who judges the evil and that basically like letting him be the one who judge the evil not us right like the injusted the injusted is that a word the ones who are in who are unjust will be judged by him So that is our Eclastes, oh, I I said it wrong again, chapter three. And I would love to hear from you guys again in your thoughts. I'm like wrapping this up really quick because I can hear somebody coming. Um, And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And if you are listening to this podcast, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your thoughts so far on this this chapter and if you've had any big takeaways. So I will talk to you guys in the next one and happy day.